we're going to pick up on the subject of the finest hour of the church. The finest hour of the church. If we're going to do anything for God or prepare ourselves to meet God, this is the hour for us to make that happen. Mm -mm, you already got them. Amen? So now we have to look toward putting our best forward in order to be ready to meet God. I'm going to start out with John chapter 14, and I'm going to start with the first verse. Through the eleven. Chapter 14, verses 1 through 11. John. Are you ready? And the Bible says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If you have known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. And Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it will suffice us. Jesus said unto him, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the work. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works sake. Amen. These words that were spoken by Jesus still speaks to the body of believers. These words were not speaking, spoken to the dead. These words were spoken to the living. I know it's a very notable passage of scripture that we use at funerals, but this scripture here do not apply to the dead. It applies to the ears of the hearers. Amen. Do not be disturbed. He's saying, be not fearful 
And don't be distressed. Don't be agitated. If you believe and trust in God, believe and trust in me also. For I came from him and I am in him. Wow. Now you may be able to relate more to the passage of scripture that where it says that the interpretation of Emmanuel, it means that God is with us. Amen. In my father's house is many dwelling places to live. If it were not so, I would tell you, in other words, there is no lie found in me. Amen. Huh? Amen. Jesus has no reason that he has to tell you a lie just to win you. If the truth can't win you, you can't be one. Amen. He never did doctor it up. He never did make it taste sweet. He gave you the unadulterated, butt-naked truth. You either had to eat it or spit it out. Ah, now can you see how Jeremiah said, it's going to be sweet in my mouth. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Huh? But it's going to be belly. It's going to be bitter. Well, in my belly. It's going to go down in the belly and do some work. Come on, somebody. We have to allow the word of God to get down in here and do some work on the inside and in order for it to straighten up the outside. You can't straighten up the outside and get some inside job. Too often we didn't try to straighten up the outside to get an inside job and it takes getting the inside job done first that it'll straighten up the outside. Amen. Am I in the right place? Yeah. He said, I cannot lie for I am the truth. Huh? I am the way. And I am the life. Huh? So if I am the truth, then you ought to believe what the word that I say. Come on, somebody. If he the truth, you ought to believe the word that come out of his mouth. Huh? If he is the truth and he tell you to uh, 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 let not your heart be troubled, he must have a reason for telling you that. So that if you let not your heart be troubled, in other words, he must say, I got your back. If you believe in me, I got your back. If you believe in me, I'm coming back. This is an introduction to Jesus Christ coming back for the church. Not for you to go to the graveyard. Come on now. Well, if you notice, the scripture he placed all the work and arrangement on himself. All he told you to do was believe. Am I right? And then he said, because in my father's house are many mansions. 
You didn't have to go to glory to repair nothing. You had to be prepared to go to glory. Amen. Oh, y'all didn't get that one, did you? Huh? You got to be prepared to go to glory. The preparation of glory been already made. He already did the work. He already made arrangements for you. You just got to be the one to keep up with your appointment. Because there is an appointed time. Huh? Come on now. And, uh, and, and, and they go on and say, and I am going to prepare a place for you since I'm doing the work and arrangement. And since I'm going to prepare a place for you, I will return to take you with me. Mm. So here again, this passage of scripture is for Jesus coming back for the saints of God. And that preparation for, of, of your place is in the kingdom of God. Come on now. He made that preparation when he went to the cross. He made that preparation when he took all the stripes on his back. He made that preparation when he carried that cross up to Galgata. And they nailed him to it. You didn't have to do nothing. All you had to do was be a beneficiary. Oh, y'all didn't hear that one, did you? You know how a beneficiary is. When somebody die, everybody in line to see what they're going to get. Huh? Come on, somebody. Ro, they want to know how big was the insurance policy. Huh? Because guess what, Ro? They're going to bury you as cheap as they can so they can get the... <laughs> Come on, somebody. Huh? Am I in the right place? So all you was was a beneficiary of what Jesus did. Wow. And you know what? Those benefits is still paying right on today. Wow. You ain't got to run to the bank because the chicken ran out. This check keep on rolling. He said, because I load you up with benefits daily. Huh? You ain't got to try to beat nobody to the bank. Huh? You ain't got to hit nobody in the head so you can get their spot in the line. All you got to do is wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And he will strengthen your heart. This is the finest hour of the church. Everything is going down but the church. Huh? Jane, they die like flies, but the church is still alive. Huh? The blood of Jesus is still covering folks. Huh? Come on, somebody. Amen. Whether you realize it or whether you appreciate it or not, his blood covers you from day to day. Amen. So he died for us. Opening up the kingdom of God to the Gentile nation. Huh? He opened up the kingdom of God to us that we didn't have to walk around with bones in our nose. Come on, somebody. Calling on some voodoo God. 
and all these other false gods that you that he opened up the door of the kingdom of God so that you and I didn't do like Abner, die like a fool die. Gave the disciples a look at what the rapture gonna look like. So since one of the book philosophers made a point that the rapture is not mentioned in the book, but caught up is. And caught up, caught up is just another word for rapture. So since he gave you a look at what the caught up is to be like, when he rose from the grave and was taken up in the clouds and was received in the glory, left a light to the church, which was the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hmm. So they had a firsthand view of what being caught up is like. Yes. Because guess what? Dead or alive, if we're dead, we got to get up out the grave just like he got up out the grave. If we're alive, we got to be changed and meet him in the midst of air. But regardless, you got to be caught up. Mm. If you got too many weights on your shoes, you ain't going. Come on, somebody. If you still weighted down, Sure, we're probably going to miss the greatest thing that's ever been known to humans. Huh? The greatest thing, guess what? Is when Jesus went up. But the greatest of them all is when, a, when, when thousands are going to go up at one time. Wow. When all God's children get together. Oh, what a time. Hey. You know, no, I'm going to tell y'all. And some of you colored folks are going to be trying to dance on the cloud. Come on, somebody. I hope the cloud don't give away, Rob. Rob, they supposed to be busy going up and they dancing on the cloud. Come on, somebody. We better get that dance going on now. Huh? Because guess what? Your future hope ought to have you shouting and dancing. Your future hope ought to have you looking for this very day. And because you got this future hope, you ought to be glad about it and got your shout on because one day you'll be telling yourself, one day this shout is going to be for real and everlasting. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm going to go to your flesh now. Oh, there was a time before you got so grown and old like me. Now, I, I don't know about y'all, but when they get to talk about Christmas, I, I just say, oh, Lord, they finna break me. <laughs> huh? Come on. But when you was young, you looked forward for that December the 25th. Huh? You, were, you, you was excited. You was enthused. Huh? You had enthusiasm that was out of this world. You were, you couldn't hardly sleep. You was trying to peep down the out of the other room. Then you was upstairs. You were crawling on the floor trying to peep down the stairs because now you want to see what was 
And it's amazing that the Holy Ghost keeps trying to remind us that one day, one day he's coming back. And one day you're going to rise. The Holy Ghost keeps trying to remind us that one day you're going to take off them more. You're going to take off the more and put on them more. The Holy Ghost keeps reminding us, James, that one day you're going to be light and you're going to take This is the finest hour of the church. If we don't let the light of the church, the Holy Ghost, work in us, there is no place prepared for us. Isn't that amazing? The very thing that God sent to the church to prepare them. See, preparation don't start up there. The preparation starts down here. We got to be prepared to go up there. Not get there to get prepared. And the Holy Ghost come to, to the church to make everything in the church prepared to meet the Lord. The offer got to be prepared to meet the Lord. Come on. 
But if your membership is not based on the plan of salvation in Jesus Christ, you ain't going nowhere. Because you know why? Because you have stooped down to being just a social club. Not a church. You're not a church. You're a social club. You are a whole lot of social gathering. Because you won't allow, you won't allow the holy word to function in what you call the church of God. Mm. Wow. So God ain't gonna let you alter His plan. He don't care how smart you think you is, huh? He don't care nothing about how many. Uh, college degrees you went and picked up. All that was based on man. It had it, it had no revelation to it. It had no anointing to it. And God hadn't revealed nothing to your education. You know what you did? You just went and gained and became a smart Niger. That's all. You just came a bookworm without the real book. Because you failed to let the plan of God's salvation save you. Amen. Ain't nobody going to heaven because they smart. Amen. 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 Ain't nobody going to heaven because you saw it your way. The smartest man in the world to God is still the dumbest man. That's right. Come on. Because God's thoughts are above and your thoughts are beneath. Come on. Huh? So guess what? That tells me that smart as we get, our thoughts toward God still don't do nothing but get up off the ground. Get up off the ground. Get up off the ground. As far as it goes, get up off the ground. So watch what you think you know outside of what God said. Ain't no salvation in it. Amen. So uh, I like what he said to Philip. Now, when you think about it, Philip been trailing Jesus for a while now. Huh? The disciples been trailing him for a while, up under his tutoring, up under his teaching, hearing the word that he has to say, the word that confounded everybody when they thought they had him trapped. They heard that wisdom. Wow. They slept with that wisdom. Come on now. They not only slept with the wisdom, they saw the miracles that he performed. So it was no way in the world they could really doubt who he was unless they were reprobate. But look, even what you see and what you think you know, look what he had to tell Philip. Philip, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Why can't we take that very passage of scripture right there and know that we can't go to glory unless Jesus take us? Because he didn't say any man. He said no man. No man can come unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, you know him and have seen him. Have seen him. Wow. Man, that should have just blew their mind. Huh? For him to even say, you have known the father. And henceforth, you know him. And you have seen him. Wow, you looking right at him.
Beside me, there is no other. And now, Philip, y'all, you asked me to show you the Father? He that has seen me, he that has seen me, he that has seen me, has seen the Father. Good God Almighty. Huh? Maybe, bro, maybe he should have told, told Philip that about three, four times. He that has seen me, he that has seen me, he that has seen me, Ain't nobody use the words I am. Nobody use the word I am, but God. 
and the five. Jane, that's, that's a big word, Jane. Huh? That's a big declaration. I am in the Father. I didn't ask you, do you believe I'm in the Father? No, he didn't ask you whether you believe or not. He said, You tell them who I am. I am yeah. Come on, somebody. He said, then if you can't believe that the Father in me, then now now, now, now look now, he's talking to these disciples that's been eating and sleeping and, and running around with him and and, and, and seeing him walking on water. Come on. Taking two fish and five loaves and feeding five thousand. Come on, somebody. Walk to the walk, walk to the pool of a thousand and tell the man, will you be made whole? stooping down to unbelief. They know when they have reached safety when they see the lighthouse burning. Yeah. They know it's a possibility of saving their life. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. So if the world is losing hope in the midst of the storm uh -huh. and the church light is going out, where in the world is they going to get some hope from? Come 
what Jesus had to say about you and him. Yeah. Oh, he tough on this him one, y'all. Yeah. First verse said, here we go again. The very first two words he said, I am. I am. Huh? I am the vine. And my father, every branch that bears not fruit, and every branch he purged it and make it bring forth more fruit. Now, if we don't bear any fruit, it seems like he's saying, I'm cutting you off at the trunk. When you cut a branch off at the trunk, it don't grow no more. Come on now. Y'all hear? If he cut you from the vine at the trunk, you are a dead branch. You can't partake of the life that is in the vine. Now, if he don't cut you to the trunk and just prune the mess off of you, somebody said this. Uh -huh. See, when they prune it, they have to prune the mess off the limb that's dying yes. so that they can be prepared to produce in the next season. Uh -huh. So he said, if I prune you, you're going to buy some fruit. Yes. But if I cut you off, you dead meat. Let's read the book. Now you are clean through the words which I have spoken. You know what he's saying? I spoke you the truth. I spoke you two choices. Be a dead branch or a pruned one. Those are the two choices you have. You have a choice to be pruned, to bring forth fruit, Yes. Or you can be rebellious and get cut off to the trunk. Woo! Huh? My Lord. Because in reality, when he come back, he ain't coming back for no dead branches. Huh? A dead branch lays on the ground. James, I don't care how much you try to wiggle, it can't wiggle. Huh? All they can do is dry up and let the wind blow the leaves off us. Because right. everything that's connected to it is going to die. Right. Then all you good for is firewood. Let's read the book. Abide in me and I in it's got to be a relationship. Yeah. Huh? It can't be a one-sided one. Right. It's got to be a two-way relationship. That's right. God said, you got to abide in me and I in you. Right. Guess what? There's a whole lot of folk running around hollering Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And Jesus don't know them. Go back. 
can't go through the motions. That's right. Huh? Yeah. Come on, somebody. Come on, they can shake themselves. Samson did. He almost probably doing the Come on now. But he shook himself with no power. Huh? It's a lot of buildings, but where is the Watch what sounds good. Come on, somebody. Let's read the book. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except he giving his disciples a Bible study lesson. Huh? He's sitting down, he's teaching these boys. Uh -huh. He was telling them, what you used to do, you can't do outside of me no more. You can't accomplish nothing outside of me no more. You must abide in me. Guess what? Let me tell you something. <coughs> you can't go back to the old life and make it uncomfortable. That's right. Come on. Your old life can't. A sheep herding dog with your tail tucked between your legs, whining because you're wounded. Huh? Come on now. The world, <laughs> the world sending you back looking like a mangy mutt. <laughs> huh? You left out of God being a sheep. And you come back looking like a mangy mud. Huh? Am I in the right place? Let's read the book. I am the vine. You are the branch. You know what he's saying? Stay in your place. I'm the vine. You attached to me. You ain't calling no shots. Read the book. And I in him. For without me you can do. You can do absolutely nothing in the kingdom of God. You have no work in the kingdom of God. 
And the only way your work benefits you is got to be in the kingdom of God. Come on now. You remember when you were out in the world, Lamont? Me and Lamont probably the only one that remember. There were big ballers out there, wasn't it, Lamont? They were such big balls they had. Nobody going to remember you. So don't think nobody going to remember your status, what you are, what you used to be. You is a used to water. Huh? Come on, somebody. <laughs> Just for a, a real quick one, a real quick uh, testimony. I remember when me and my wife and and Shirley used to go out to dinner every Sunday when we left church. And that's when, uh, what was the name of the restaurant was still open, baby? Lubin was still open. And we went, we, we, we went, we went to Lubin, and we went to Lubin, and, and we ran into a used to be killed. I didn't say used to be killed. Huh? Now he looked like he was, looked like he was living on one leg, and was out with his mom. The pimp out with his mother. Now he, come on, somebody. Oh, my Lord. He didn't have on, had, didn't have on no suits, didn't have on nothing that would distinguish him as to what he used to be. So watch what you used to be. Because it runs out. Come on, huh? now. Come on. It runs out now. Come on, somebody. Come on. I ain't going to tell you the rest of his stuff. I'm going to Shut up, Bobby. <laughs> let's go. Let's go back to the scripture. Go back to the scripture. Enough of the testimony. Where were we at? Huh? Wait a minute. Since she since she laughing, I'll go on tell you. He had to take his teeth out to eat his dinner. <laughs> Watch what you put your trust in. You put your trust in your flesh, it's going to fail you. Come on now. 
Even your feet ain't gonna look good no more. Huh? Amen. I get up and look at these bad things, I hear them put some socks on them. Come on now. Guess what, Pastor? They do too. <laughs> Let's go back to the scripture. Let's read it. If a man abide not in me, he has forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire. What is he actually telling them that's going to happen to this? You're going to die in your heart? I need everybody to know what he's talking about. You're going to die because you're going to be disconnected to him. And the only thing left for you is to become firewood. And, and, and the sad part about it, you ain't going to be able to wiggle your way out of that one. Because once you get saved to the trunk, ain't no recatchment. Do y'all hear me? If he saved you to the trunk of the vine, that means that he had turned you over to a reprobated mind. You have been served from the, from the vine, and there's no life in you, and you cannot be retached. Hmm. That's some tough stuff. Read the book. Now here again, he giving you choices. He gave you the choice of what it will be like if you don't be attached to him. And he gave you the choice of what your life would be like if you stay attached to him. It's a choice. It's a choice. You have to choose. Choose you this day whom you will serve. If you're going to continue to serve the gods on the other side of the flood, or you're going to serve the true and living God. Uh-oh, I, 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 I must say it because you have to watch how your viewers make choices. I've grown up, I've grown up with a lot of people. You know, they'll still give a weak off approach. That's just how well they can speak. 
had that much sense. And if they didn't give me no potato chips, I'd go tell Ring, can you give me a bag of potato chips? Go to the store and get me some. Huh? Come on now. The world is making fools out of young folks. Because they can't stand how their peers talk to them or talk about them. Boy, you better let them talk all they want. Huh? Amen. One thing I found out, talk is cheap. Because when you get caught, it's going to be you the one that's doing the crime. And ain't none of them coming down there to tell you nothing. Come on now. Let's get back to the book. What verse we were on? Let's read it. That ye bear much fruit. So Wait a minute. God is glorified behind your goodness. Yes. God is glorified by what you do in the kingdom. Yes, yes. Not what you're doing for yourself, but what you're doing for Him. It's time for the church to be about who business? The Father's business, not your business. The Father's business. We are coming down to the wire. And if you ain't got no works to speak for you, ain't nobody else going to do it. Mm. 
God that we have to make sure we stay connected with God. That we don't have to drop to being beggars. Did y'all hear that? That when it's time for you to give to God, then God can give back to you. Now, that was a message to all the penny pitchers. You know, you know all the tight walls that act like y'all ain't got no money. Come on now. But let a sale go on. Let J.C. Penny say they got a 70 or 80% sale on, and the night is the night only. You be saying, I'd be glad when Brother Bean shut up so You sure nobody not said dealers. They burned that highway up, getting over there, came out. 